0: you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This
1: is the Glenn Beck program. Hello America and uh, welcome to Monday. Back in the saddle here in uh, Dallas, Texas at the Mercury Studios, which I walked into this morning and they turned all the electronics on. I've been in the mountains for three They turned all the electronics on. And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." It's just so overwhelming. Being without a lot of electronics or electricity and coming back into the real world, it's a little shocking. A little shocking. Well, that and the 108 degrees. Which is hotter than the world has ever been in the last 15 million years. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we're going to talk about uh, special counsel. I would feel more comfortable if it was like Hello, I'm special counsel. I'd feel better if that were the special counsel than the one that Merrick Garland picked. We go there in 60 seconds. If you're not on Goldline's email list, you're missing out on some of the uh, most crucial financial insight out there. The recent uh, analysis, does a U.S. debt downgrade open the CBDC door? Yes. The (laughs) I'd love to write some of these newsletters for them. It just goes, yes, dummy, of course it does. Uh, clear and present danger of a US debt downgrade leading to a digital dollar takeover, updates on what the Fed's been doing behind closed doors with their central bank digital currency program and the strategies for what you need to do to be able to have some, I don't know, something tangible. Something you can pick up and be like, I don't know, what's this worth? In these uncertain times, having something tangible feels like a lifeline. And Goldline, as always, has an offer that is hard to pass up. Listen closely: for every fifty of the two-ounce silver maple flex bars you purchase, they're gifting you a hundred of the one-gram silver mind your business bars for free. So, for every fifty two-ounce silver maple flex bars you get the Graham Silver Mind Your Business Bar for free. Just a heads up, it doesn't apply to IRA orders. But I haven't liked those damn Irish people anyway. Time and again, Goldline has been a beacon for those seeking stability. They get it, so should you. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All right. Can we talk about Hunter Biden for a second? Oh, I'd love to. Would you? I was hoping somebody would bring him up today. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little upset. Verschmeckled.
0: I'm I'm a little verschmeckled. Verschmeckled and curious on Mm -hmm. this because I tonight on Studios America we're going to do we're going to answer the media's question. They have a very serious question or comment they keep making, which is, you know, there's all these accusations out
1: there about Hunter Biden, but very little to no evidence supporting them. You mean besides the laptop? Yeah. Besides the phone calls? Yeah. uh, Besides the eyewitnesses? Text messages. Text messages. uh, Witnesses. uh, All that. I got to go through, (laughs) like,
0: just some of the most obvious, like, (laughs) uh, stuff. Right. right? Stuff that's not, there's no disagreement on. Right. Right. Uh, And and go through the actual evidence here that shows there really was something going on, something very wrong going Mm. on with not just Hunter, but Joe. Right? (laughs) I'm not
1: talking about Hunter. I'm talking about Joe. You mean besides the testimony That they were selling the uh, illusion of power. Right. Which is a crime. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if they're actually doing it. The fact that you're selling that and you're creating the illusion that your father is involved is enough. And I will. Yes. And I will say I'm going to try to be very deliberate
0: with this because that is a crime that could extend to joe biden but is for hunter but but is a crime for hunter right yes and so i'm not talking about just hunter although it's important to note that that obviously this well, would el- what uh, lead you to believe
1: that joe was With, involved i mean the 19 shell corporations by every member of the biden family wow. except for the one you know that they just recognized and Joe, but everyone else in the family has a shell corporations. What evidence do you have that there was money laundering going
0: on? That one in particular is hilarious because there, the media has been. I, Hey, look, I have a very low opinion of the media and what they will do <laughs> to defend their guy. Right? Like, I, wow, I'm not, I don't, I'm not that's like, how you would describe hey, it. Hey, a low no, opinion. I have a very low opinion. <laughs> wow. I don't think my opinion was it's low It's a black enough. hole. <laughs> it is. Of it opinion. is. Okay, yeah. fine. Very low Light expectations. Doesn't escape your opinion. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, that's fair, right. and I, I yeah. own that proudly. Okay. Yeah. But even I would mm. have been skeptical if the media would hear a report about 20 to $30 million going to every member of, B- of Joe Biden's family and say, oh, look, there was nothing there. They didn't show a
1: direct payment to Joe. <laughs> it's like, guys, <laughs> come on. No, it's got to be said this way. Guys, 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 guys come on. Guys.
0: Number one, we do have, I just, I'm getting into half the stuff I want to get into yeah, tonight, yeah, but yeah. we do have on record text messages from Hunter Biden Saying that
1: he's paying for everything that Joe wants to do, that we have from Hunter Biden, and and he says, unlike Dad, I won't force you to give fifty percent of everything you make. <laughs> right, we've got that on record already.
0: Okay, <laughs> right. But even but if what you evidence take a, do you have? Exactly. Yeah, but even if you take that as just at at, at its at its, <laughs> its so ridiculous at its base for a second. What we're, the person we're talking about, who's vice president of the United States when this is going on, mm-hmm. is a already very wealthy man who is in, in, approaching his 80s. What else is he going to do with his money? Right? Like, the end of his life is his legacy that he passes to all the crack addicts in his family. That's how it works. <laughs> There's only one Sorry. crack addict. That <laughs> yeah, it's true. I apologize right. to the other uh, heroin addicts or whatever mm-hmm. else is in the family. <laughs> right. But like,
1: you know, Oh, no, you're right.
0: There were two. So, you're right. There were two. The point is that, like, <laughs> this is when you're in your 80s, yeah. and you're getting a payment. You, you're gonna bring it. You want to bring in 20. You want to use your influence to get 20 million dollars. That money is eventually going to your kids and family anyway. Yes. So instead of drawing a direct line to yourself as vice president, most likely you're gonna let them have it. And when you need
1: something, it'll be there for you. And by the way, that's the way most family business works. Yeah. And you don't you don't get the money no Goes you're to never, the family you're never rich on paper now never. joe is i know uh, and you know what's weird he's rich on paper just from service service since 1971 there's a problem with our service that isn't there yeah but, it is but you it's know, not
0: really service we went back years ago i think it was when you're on fox maybe and went through and calculated how much money joe biden had made inflation adjusted just from his salary as a senator. Yeah. And it's millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. This man is, you know, he's rich from that too. Uh and he's rich from book deals that they paid him forty eight dollars a copy for everyone sold. <laughs> right? Like he's rich for a bunch of different reasons. But right. This would explain a lot of the reasons why he's able to take lavish vacations and be on the beach when people are asking about what's going on in Maui. Uh, There's a lot of things going on here, but there is tons and tons of evidence. That's not even what I wanted to get into with Hunter Biden. We're going to get into that tonight on Studios America. I wanted to ask you, though, here we are. Mm -hmm. We're at this place and there's been such weird activity around this where there was a, it looked like there was a settlement and it was going to be completely excused. And then all of a sudden they went to court and then the government said, no, actually it's not a get out of jail free card for all your crimes. Then the thing gets thrown out. (laughs) Then a special counsel starts. It's so confusing. So where does this go from here? Like where, because I, my skepticism and you noted it's a black hole uh, says uh, all, this is all going to get out and you know, Hunter's nothing's going to happen to Hunter and nothing's going to happen to Joe and everything's going to go down this road and we're all going to wind up a few years from now going remember when it seemed like they might actually get Hunter on something but like who knew who, he <laughs> was going to be
1: the successor to his father <laughs> right. as president and who name knew? himself king <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> remember a few years ago look like he might go to jail right. um, so where do you think this goes from here so I think there's
0: Give me scenarios. Several,
1: there's several. several scenarios. I mean, I have no idea. No one does. But if you ask me, as a as a New York Times best-selling author of fiction, okay, uh, you've written thrillers that have, have, have thrillers. been number so one. So let's uh, so let's let me give give me a minute. Let me take a quick break, okay. and then we'll come back, and uh, I'll lay the scenarios out of what I think might happen. We'll do that in a second. But first, our sponsor is Preborn. You and I are alive today for one simple reason. We had a mom who lived in a nation where it was possible to have an abortion, but chose not to. Sadly, this isn't the story for 64 million of our brothers and sisters whose lives were tragically cut short by tragically one of our sisters or brothers who forced the sister to have an abortion. This is a thing that I, I we all have to get our arms around. God's our dad. And when I say that carefully because a lot of people had bad dads, he's like our perfect dad. Imagine if you had a bad dad. Not your dad, but a good dad. And a good dad would never say, uh, you know what? Your sister or your brother made a bad choice. So to hell with them. I mean it too. <laughs> it wouldn't happen that way. He would say, go love your sister. And this is the thing that I like about preborn. As they are fighting for the infant that is growing inside of these women, and they are women, our society is telling that their babies are just lumps of cells and abortion continues, but they. Tell them that let me show you an ultrasound. It is a baby. there is a heartbeat. And then if they turn to him and say, <clears throat> but there's no way I can take care of this baby. I, I and nobody supports me. preborn does. Preborn is there for the first two years of that child's life, trying to make sure that the child has clothing and food and, and education, everything. they help with everything. For28 dollars, you can rescue a baby with an ultrasound. Any gift will help, and all gifts are tax-deductible. So reach deep into your pockets. Just dial pound 250 on your cell phone, say the keyword baby, that's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash beck. That's preborn.com slash beck. Sponsored by Preborn. 10 Seconds Station ID. Okay, so let me just write some some ideas down here. So your question, Stu.
0: Yeah, and basically, like, you're a fiction writer. You're going to war game how all this Hunter Biden stuff plays out. You know, again, we're looking for drama here. We're looking for realistic, plausible things the audience could believe, but not necessarily your prediction on the legal machinations of this case. Um, is there a... What
1: are the paths you see forward okay. in that sort of context? <clears throat> Off the top of my head, three <clears throat> different scenarios here. First scenario, and I don't think this one is as believable mm-hmm. um because if it was a if it was a guy my age, maybe. But a guy at 80, I don't think so. Okay. Um but there is a case to be made. I just wrote a, a little addendum to this ending in my head, and I'm like, well, then that would work. The first ending is this is all about power and control, and he's boxed into a corner. He has no place to go, so he does Emergency War Powers Act, either for a war or something, and he grabs onto power and shuts it all down. Okay. But he's 80. So I don't can't s- grab on anything right? Can't gr- grab <laughs> yeah, a staircase. To handle. <laughs> right. So I don't see that one as really feasible, except if you write it to where he's not really the president. It's a shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see that happening and then him dying and then secession happens and you get the bad guys get who they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's scenario one. I'd watch, Again, that, movie. Is, you'd watch that movie. you I, yeah, right. so watch that movie. Yeah. This is just, I wanted to say, this is just a movie or a book. This, uh, this is not real. And I'm not claiming that these are happening. This is how I would write mm-hmm. the endings that I think are possible. Maybe not so probable like that one. I don't think is probable. Then you have, if I'm writing about a crime family, then I come up to the scenario where they're like, look, this is your problem. He's your son and he's getting mouthy. You take care of him or I take care of him. You understand what I'm saying? And any partner would start to say, he's going to get us all killed. And we told you that from the beginning. And... uh because I think in this scenario, and I think this is true, Hunter is getting a little upset. Yeah, this has been reporting on this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's upset and he's like, why isn't anybody supporting me? No one's defending me. Right. No one's and, making the case. They're all just saying nothing. And he has been the guy who has already said that. He already has lost the laptop. Uh, we, we know in his own writings to his own families, I'm not like Pop. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take 50%. He's already, I think, that laptop is is not necessarily just out of control. I think it was an insurance uh, card. Look, it's out. It's out, and uh, I got more, Dad. So I think you're going to take care of me. Um, And so when it's not happening, and he's starting to get flighty, I could see a suicide that was a real suicide i could see a suicide that just kind of happened and then listen to this scenario this just popped into my head suicide happens so now there's no bad guy to go after okay leave me alone we're grieving again all this tragedy i've lost Mm. another son in a flag draped coffin i mean you could easily see, and everybody just covers, and it goes away. And and Joe goes off into the sunset because he's grieving his son, and we're all going to leave him alone. And so no crime goes punished. Uh, I think that's a pretty good scenario. I mean, it's a very House of Cards type of scenario. Yeah. If you watch the series. And the other one is... They just come and maybe this is the reason why if I'm writing fiction again, this is fiction. If I'm writing fiction, another ending would be for the um, for Weiss, the character who is now in charge of this. But, you know, in the book, you'd know that Merrick Garland is taking is giving the orders to Weiss. Make that plea deal. Make this go away. They've had now a struggle with that. So you think that Merrick Garland is covering for Joe, but he's not actually. He's part of a, this a fiction thing. He's just part of this bigger cabal that is out there. And so as you're reading the book, you're like, oh man, he is in with, and he's trying to get the sun off by, by making this, the guy who is the special counsel. When indeed what he's doing is he's consolidating power and then he goes to Biden who it ends up in the book. He's not working for, he's working for other shadows in the dark. And he says, look, you're going to resign. Your numbers aren't going well. Otherwise I use him to squeeze and, uh, you know, and I know what we know. Mm. And, uh, He already knows. I'm going to take the leash off off you. Now I I can do that, or we can all play nice, and you're going to go right away, and so is your son, into the sunset. Which do
0: you choose? That's fascinating. I mean, I think, first of all, they're all good movies. All good House of Cards episodes. And all strangely plausible. Well, the last one I think is maybe the most plausible, right? Because there's definitely a faction of the democratic power base that realizes what everyone else realizes. Joe Biden's a very weak candidate and and is in real trouble against anybody. Republicans nominate even someone who they say has four indictments and he might be in prison. Look at the polls. He's very, very vulnerable to lose this particular race. And if you need a way to force him out, remember, he's still the president of the United States, no matter how oblivious he seems, no matter how oblivious he is, he's still the president of the United States. And if he Hell wants that nomination, he can have it. But if they come to him behind the scenes and say, look, either you step out of this and say, I'm, re- I'm resigning after the end of my term, I'm not running again, and we let someone who, who is better than you get this nomination – Uh, Or we hand it to Kamala or whatever. If you don't do that, we're coming after Hunter
1: and we're going to make your life a living hell. And I have to tell you, if you do it soon, you have Kamala in for just a a year and, and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and everybody doesn't like her and she's a failure. And it is your ability to run somebody else that you think, you know is is better because by the time you get up to the nobody's gonna vote for Kamala Harris nobody and she would pardon the old man which would then mean an end to her career like it did Ford I mean you know there there are definitely people strategizing that type of
0: thing that's it's that one is there are definitely people strategizing that right now that's real I mean the question is whether they have the power to do anything uh, on that one and whether they actually would go through with it I mean it's look It seems uh, plausible on a House of Cards scenario to actually pull that off in real life is really hard. And it could go wrong a hundred different ways for the people trying to do it, including Uh, a a massive loss by Kamala Harris or Gavin Newsom or somebody else. The
1: last scenario I think could be pulled off. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Uh... H.L. Mencken once said, democracy is the theory that the common people know what they want and deserve to get it good and hard. There is no better way to describe Bidenomics. Um, Let me ask you, how are things going in your financial house right now? Are you in good shape? If you're like most people, you're not alone. You're dealing with high interest debts that are keeping you up for the kind of financial security at night, you're just like, I want to toss an internal, what am I gonna do? Call American Financing and just ask them about some options. They're family owned mortgage company, they're in it for you, they're not looking to help out the banks, and they're saving people just like you an average of seven hundred dollars a month. If you get a mortgage refi, for instance, you could consolidate all of your high interest debts, things like credit card debt, and transfer it into something that is much lower in interest. Plus, you could end up being able to delay as many as two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. Americanfinancing.net, it's 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. If you sign up now, save 10 bucks with the promo code Glenn. Welcome to, the, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. If you're watching The Blaze, uh, Stu has not seen this video yet. I want to play what happened at the Nordstroms in Los Angeles over the weekend. This is amazing uh, robbery. You want to go ahead and play the video, please? Uh, there it is. Now, look at how many people are involved, all dressed in black, all with the same hoods. They're just grabbing stuff. Thousands of dollars they've grabbed. And they're just grabbing and dashing. Uh, The the stuff you hear rattling are like giant
0: like shelves that they're pulling because they're chained to the shelves. And so they're pulling the, the handbags
1: along with the shelves toward the door. And nobody's stopping them incredible. Nobody's stopping them. Incredible. I was in a small town. Stop me if I've told this story this morning. Um, I was in a small town over the weekend. Little teeny, teeny town. Uh, And there was a um, a Big Lots store. And, you know, Big Lots is... You know, you're not in Big Lots and a millionaire, you know? It's... Yeah. You're going in for... Yeah, Yeah. you're going in for a deal on something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so... Uh, Tanya and I are in, we're just trying to buy a little, you know, TV stand for our son's, you know, dorm room. And uh, so we we go in there and, and uh, I said, Hey, do you happen to have like a screwdriver or anything like that we can buy? And the lady at the cashier desk said, yeah, in the back corner on the left. So go back there. And another woman, this older woman is coming out and I go to the corner and there's just nothing there. And uh, I said, I'm sorry, do do you have any screwdrivers? And she didn't even look at the shelf. She said, probably not. Should be over there, but it's all. And then she looks at the shelf, gone. And uh, I said, oh. And she said, people just come in now and they just take it. It's $2. It's $10. It's $100. They don't care. This is in Colorado. She said, the, 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 uh, uh, the state has made it now, so it's $2,000 before you can do anything. She said, you know, that's just pretty much everything in the store under $2,000. So they just come in, and they just walk right out. And I said, really? Even here in this little teeny town? She said, oh, absolutely. Mm. I mean, and, and I thought of that. Look at what you're teaching. I mean, if I didn't have, you know, my own moral compass and I knew they couldn't do anything and I needed a screwdriver, why wouldn't I just walk in and just grab the screwdriver and walk out? Yeah. You know? Why, why? why not? And, and who wins in that? Who loses in that? You're, you're corrupting man. You're corrupting our society. Plus, you're not just hurting um, one store. You're hurting all stores. No one can keep no one could lose a $2 screwdriver every time they put it out. If that's all they were taking, Nordstroms, how are they going to keep their doors open? You can't keep a store if people are coming in and robbing you and they get away with it. And in this particular case, what was it? 25, maybe maybe 30 people all dressed in black except for a couple all dressed in black same kind of outfit i'm not saying they coordinated other than wear black and hand out the masks and so they all are this just didn't happen there just didn't happen to be you know 30 guys all dressed in black with black stocking caps and they saw one guy go in and they're like hey here's my chance Yes, yeah, it's safe to say this is Gordon. This is Gordon. This is
0: organized crime. Yes, and that's how, I mean, that might be one of the ways that they try to shut this down eventually. I mean, if you had a Giuliani type back in the day, back in the day, New York style Mayor Giuliani. Oh, he'd end this fast. He would, and he would use the tools against, and he would use organized crime statutes to probably do it. And you look at this, and it's like you know they they supposedly stole a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, it's a hundred thousand. That's what I heard on uh, a report this morning. A wow. hundred thousand dollars.
1: How, did, how does Nordstrom just take that? How do they take that, knowing that the minute they replace it, it could be done again by the same people?
0: Yep, and will be done again. There was a story in the New York Times, uh, and it was an op-ed talking about how it was a woman who said she went to a store in in, in San San Francisco and. That every single thing now is at a pharmacy is behind pr- protective glass slash plastic. So everything she has to do when she wants to buy something, she has to press a button, and an employee has to come over and unlock Horrible. it. Right? Like we all know that from like certain items, like you know, I don't know, high-end video game systems. And around Christmas, they might. Well, I do was that.
1: I was in a Dwayne Reed in New York last year.
0: Every item. Every, every item, every item. So now you know she's like, I didn't have privacy. I wanted to get you know, at a pharmacy. I want to get some sensitive stuff, maybe for something I'm dealing with. I've got to call an employee over. You know, stop them. She's like, I didn't get everything I wanted because every time I wanted to get something, I had to interrupt the employees to come over. Half the time they didn't show up. Uh, then you know she's like, I didn't make any impulse buys because uh, you couldn't. There was no impulse buys. What does that do to the economy? It takes away your privacy. It takes away your experience she said she talked there was one uh, person that was quoted in the article that said that worked at old navy and said they went through a two-day period where they were uh they were robbed 22 times in two days 22 times in You're two done. days uh, this has happened to my wife and my daughter were in a makeup store this is i think late last year in a makeup store and while they were in there um shopping three women came in with giant black grocery bags and filled up three giant hefty you know those like uh, industrial grocery bags or excuse me uh, uh, trash bags with makeup now you think of how much makeup that would be and believe me i actually have to pay for it so <laughs> i can tell you it costs a lot <laughs> and you fill up three of those garbage bags i mean what is that a, a year was a year's salary for someone probably Yo, by yeah. the end of it and they just walked out with no conflict no one trying to stop them they just walked in and walked out and my, wa- my wife asked them, like what the heck just happened she's like oh yeah we've you know these people they come in you know once a week once a month and just do this and just take it out and we just have to order more because they won't let us do anything about it like this is insanity i mean i don't know what the solution is to it exactly it's either a massive increase in police force where you have police everywhere." which is like a police state type environment. Because if you can't trust anybody to not break the law constantly, that's what winds up happening. And that's not a good thing. As we
1: know. Can I take you back a few years? Sure. When I expressed the top down, bottom up, inside out, mm. that you would have enough players at the top that they could change things to destabilize a country. And then that would cause the bottom to to rise up, and the bad ones at the bottom of the ladder to rise up and take advantage mm-hmm. of that, uh, and they would be excused for it. Mm-hmm. And happening, then, all happening. All happening. And then, finally, the rest of the people stand up and say, this has got to stop. It's got to stop. And so... The top comes down hard and says, oh, we'll fix it. Have you seen what the Democrats are now saying that they want? They now want the, uh, uh, the National Guard called. Now, they didn't like that when Donald Trump wanted to use the National Guard in the right way to protect a federal biz- a building. Now they want the National Guard to patrol the streets. That's what I like to call uh, a lockdown And military Mm. presence in the street, what do you call those? When a government does that, closes down martial law, Mm.
0: martial law.
1: and, and, And the point, and I think
0: if I'm going back to your analogy correctly from a few years ago, eventually people in the middle start
1: calling out for it. Yes, they want it. They want it. How many people do you know that have said, this has got to stop? Mm-hmm. I don't care I, how I, we fix it. This has got to stop. I feel that way at times.
0: Oh, so do I I, at say, times. I I watch that and I say, like, you know, you, there was the uh, footage of the 7 being burglarized. You see this late last week where the guy behind the counter who's filming is like, guys, just let him go. There's nothing we can do. And the two other people working there say, screw it, tackle the guy and start beating him with a, yeah. with a broomstick or whatever, some big pole. And I don't know like I was like what's the is it okay? what's the number that's okay to hit him with the with the stick 20 times 30 times like whatever it was I was like fine with it I, like, I don't know what the number was but like I was like 100 might be too so much maybe.
1: but that is the problem mm. you will have this is what I've been warning about the Weimar Republic this is it mm. this is what happens I think people get there very uh, quickly you get there quickly We are also at the end of my prediction where I said, uh, use the pendulum. Do you remember that years ago? Mm -hmm. And we were swinging the pendulum. And I said, it's all fun and games until somebody, and then I grabbed it at one extreme, grabs the pendulum. And it depends on who's in power. That pendulum could be grabbed by this president or the next president. Uh, And you have a lot of people on both sides. That will be fine with it. Mm-hmm. You cannot be fine with that. We lose freedom. And there is no such thing as a temporary dictator, a temporary all-powerful president. No, you never get it back. You don't want that either sir If I may quote George Washington, we did not overthrow one tyrant. To replace him with another. The only solution is to enforce the laws as written. We don't need any more laws. We don't need any more power. We need those with power constitutionally to execute their job. That's what needs to happen. Back in just a second. Car repair costs are up 20% in the last 12 months. That's four times the rate of normal inflation. What do I cause that? This is just one of the reasons you should get CarShield. When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as $100 a month. Flexible, month-to-month coverage. Your choice of an ASE-certified mechanic, 24-7 roadside assistance, coast-to-coast, and complementary towing and rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts, and CarShield administrators will handle all of the paperwork and repairs so you don't have to. Maybe the most important of all is, considering the inflation problem, you get to lock in your price. It's a price lock guarantee. It will never go up. No matter how many claims you file, it will never go up, even as the mileage on your car increases. Where else are you going to get that? CarShield carshield.com. Call them now. Find a program that works for you. It's 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. It's carshield.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up
0: for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com.
1: Um, up in the hollywood hills apparently uh, squatters went into a mansion worth about 10 million dollars trashed it threw feces all over the walls uh, put all the furniture in the uh, in the pool, spray painted words like sex and f rich people and i love this one residents of the wealthy neighborhood were upset about the crime but they did not want to appear to voice their concerns. Mm. I didn't know what was going on. I'm just finding out about it now. It makes me a little more aware of my surroundings though. Does it? <laughs> oh, Right. Cause you don't want to be the person quoted. No. Right. And, no. and then, then what happens?
0: Um, uh, so I was trying to think of how to stop this. Right. And I think an increased police, um, Presence, presence is something that's actually necessary just generally in our society right now um not to the point of some police state but i do think and we should not be defunding police at this point we should be going the opposite direction but how are you going to get them level. back to those cities i don't know yeah i have no well, idea on that go. one again i but this might just be that red states are safe and blue states aren't i don't know That'd what they're bad but yeah um, could be could uh, now another word of way of doing this of course is is armed security with sane laws that protect people you know Security business owners, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is, of course, with ESG and all these other things, these companies are intentionally telling their armed security, even if they're armed, not to do anything. So I don't know. I mean, like that would take a, a total change. It may protect some stores, but not others. The other one I was thinking of is I wonder if there's a technological solution to this. And I thought of this as I was going through in the airport through the Amazon store. Have mm-hmm. you done this yet? There's no. one in Dallas. and I'm sure there's other ones around. But you walk in. Uh, you swipe your credit card on the way into the store. Yep. You walk around, you pick up whatever you want in the store. You don't go to a register, you just walk out. Like, mm-hmm. that is actually how the store it's been works. Been in Seattle now
1: for a few years. They've
0: had them from Seattle, they have them all over the place. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I'd ever been in one. And it's weird. It's a weird experience. You feel like you're just walking out with a bunch of merchandise you didn't pay for. What's the difference? Right now, first of all, <laughs> what's the difference? But second of all, the big difference is you swipe your card on the way in. Right. So it's almost like a membership card. Right. You, you swipe a card and if it's not valid, you don't go in the store. You don't they don't open the doors for you in the first place. Oh, it doesn't open. That is, in theory, I think, a way to protect against this. OK. Right. It, they do have now this particular store. It's inside of an airport, so it's really hard. But they have like a kiosk, like a kiosk turnstile type of thing that you can't go through until you swipe your card. So no one gets in the store unless they have a card or, or with someone who has a card. And you could see a scenario where regular stores start going to this model. Look, you prove you're going to pay before you walk in, but that sets almost a membership level on normal shopping. And think about this as it ties into what you've talked about with uh, central bank digital currencies. Because- The door's not opening. The door doesn't open unless you have CBDC, right? I mean- if that, I'm just trying to tie together all of your horror scenarios into one story, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's and it's conveniently working. It conveniently works, and it conveniently we're walking right down this road, and it, it's a scary thing because you know we talk about cash going away. There's a reason why cash is important, um, and you know it, it, it could go away. And this type of scenario is one where you could really see it going on, and you could I would understand Nordstrom saying nope, no card, no entrance. We're sick of this. We're going to make it impossible for you to get in. Now, how this protects the people who walk out with the merchandise is a totally different story, but it's no longer the store's problem, I suppose, at that point. Uh, But, I mean, you could easily see a scenario like this where they just don't let you in these stores at all unless you have a card or some way to
1: pay. Just give us a scan of your retina and you can come (laughs) in. Ah! It's happening! It's happening!
0: (laughs) Run for the hills!
1: We'll see you tomorrow. Why did you come back from Idaho?